The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Hi, this is Carrie. Brand new episode of GeekShowPodcast.com available right now. Well, you're listening to it. Of course it's available right now. Uh, A couple of things about this episode that you need to know. First of all, yes, we're going to talk about the Baby Yoda egg controversy. It's toward the end of the episode. So if you haven't seen that episode yet, it's a season two, episode two. Go watch it before you listen to this, okay? We're going to talk about the alleged controversy. It's all coming up. Another thing you need to know about this podcast. A um, couple of things. Um, I've been getting reports, some uh, DMs and emails from uh, some of you listeners who have been experiencing random strange commercials popping into the into the episode. Uh, just in the middle of conversation. And I'm getting reports of this not just with Geek Show, but with uh, the Radio From Hell podcast that I'm also part of. I'm getting reports of that. Know that that is not us. We are not doing that. Who is doing that? It's the service that you're using to listen to it. And you need to let them know that you're not happy with that. I've already let them know that as a podcast producer that I'm not cool with that and not happy about it. So you need to let them know, whether it's Google Play or Stitcher or whoever's doing it. Know that there are only two sponsors officially to this podcast right now, and that is uh, Dr. Volts and Hester Games, all right? And I think we're still running our COVID PSA, but know that if a a conversation is interrupted with some strange commercial, know that that's not us, okay? And you need to let the—not the provider— uh, you know, however it is that you listen to your podcast, you know, like I said, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever it is, system that you use, let them know uh, that you're not happy with that because apparently it's happening quite a bit. All right. So just a heads up. Uh, our sponsors, of course, for this free podcast that will continue to be free because they pay for the party. Of course, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection Hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Also, Haster Games, locally owned and operated at 6831 South State. You can go to hastergames.com. They're still doing curbside pickup if you'd like. Uh, But they've got a lot of stuff happening this month in the store. they got uh, the Pokemon Vivid Voltage coming. They've got uh, Magic the Gathering Commander Legend Boxes. Uh, Commander Collection Green. Uh, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. I'll tell you more about it later in the actual commercial for this podcast. Uh, all the details are there. 6831 South State, open seven days a week. Haster has it. All right. And uh, don't forget our Patreon, of course. Uh, we It's uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. It's take you right there to it. And we're doing weekly breakdowns of The Mandalorian. And uh, every few weeks we do Star Trek Discovery and a whole bunch of other stuff that you won't get on this free podcast. But anyway... Name of the episode, I neglected that. Name of the episode is Redneck Borat. Oh, and you'll find out. Please to enjoy. Welcome back to the basement bunker boudoir. Uh... 
<laughs> Bordello. We're on the flight. Uh, you can like find that. me in the parlor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a fainting couch in the parlor? Oh, I wish. Oh. She has a fainting couch, a couch in the parlor. She is Rebecca Frost, everybody. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm on Parlor right now. I created a Parlor account for science. On purpose? <laughs> for, as my dad used to say, for shits and giggles. Yep. Yeah, it's... Uh, listen, I I love a good conspiracy theory, right? Like, <laughs> Avril, the Avril Lavigne we know isn't the real one, and... I got other. I got some other conspiracy theories about Bar Berenstein. All right. So uh, follow her on Parlor. At... <laughs> so follow me on Parlor. I guess. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jay is, is Jay is safe in uh, on the East Coast. Well, somewhat. What's up on the? East Coast. I guess I'm, I guess I'm safe. What's up? Hey, hey guys. I hope you all are doing well. Uh, we're just. Listen to my damn music, yo. Listen to my tape, yo. I'm like I'm like John Cusack holding the boombox and shit, uh, <laughs> in high fidelity or say anything, whatever. One of them, he was in, he was in both. Um, yes, he listen was. To my, yeah, uh, check out my shit, Big Little Kid, and then um, I got a movie coming out uh, November nineteenth. Uh, Saya, just basically like saying, like Super Saiyan without the mm. without the N at the end. So S A I. YA by Inglewood Films. They're uh, they're a company that works in a production company that works in Utah. Great guys, J.D. Allen, Demar Jones. Um, make sure you just check it out. And they just dropped a new um, trailer for their movie, The uh, Shoebox. So the film that it's, the film side is going to be premiering November nineteenth. It's on Amazon. I play a bad guy. I oh. play. Uh, yeah, I I'm the main villain. I'm terrible in this. I am. I am <laughs> I, I am a wait. horrible. I am a horrible person. I'm trafficking. I'm. You, I'm Jay, I'm you drugging. buried the lead. You buried the lead. A female assassin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, she know. I didn't bury the lead. I was getting to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Milani's in it, and she's amazing. She's a female assassin. It's awesome. And that will be uh, on Amazon then. Okay. Amazon. Is you this you in the spooky suit? <laughs> no, I'm, I, got the, I got. I'm watching a trailer. Wait, I'm watching what? a trailer. No, no, that's on Pornhub. Um, oh, okay. Uh, it's his that, only fans. Yeah, yeah, it's it's my only jam. It's yeah. his parlor. It's his parlor account. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. I appreciate y'all. It's good to be back. It's Jay Whitaker. Thank you. Uh, he's also got a scary suit. He's Lee George Cade. Are lizard men in the Illuminati secretly plotting to overthrow <laughs> President Trump? Details yeah. at eleven. Thank you. <laughs> We have now heard from Lee's parlor oh, account. That was some non-regional <laughs> diction for your ass. I loved it. A little NRD. Nice little NRD. Jay, your eyes are so spooky in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, he's, uh, it's pretty cool. He's deep in the heart of Utah County and feeling very unsafe. He is oh. Too Tall Tony Quad T. I'm on the edge, but I'm still feeling not safe. Um <laughs> Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot podcast. This last episode, we ranted about Apple and uh, something else. I can't. Remember. You don't even know what the. Come on, what bro. What Apple's Man, ever I, do I, to you? I talk a lot, and it's hard to remember everything I say. Tony. <laughs> Tony. Oh, I hear you, you Tony. Did, <laughs> is Utah getting to you? 
getting to me. It's it's buried deep in my core. Hell, you know, hell after... it's trying to kill him. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. They, yeah, they don't think yeah in Utah County they don't think COVID exists. You know what yeah, else they don't think it exists in, in Utah County? Racism. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what I what I what I love from the people in Utah County that are trying to tell me that um, COVID's not real and they don't see the evidence of it. You know, the evidence doesn't add up. I don't I don't see Over, COVID. I don't see over, color. I don't see color. I don't see COVID. Overwhelmingly, if it begins with a C, I don't see it. Overwhelmingly, these same folks are trying to tell me to put entire stock and faith in something that I can't see. Weird, huh? <laughs> uh, but you can actually see no, COVID with a microscope. No. Yes. No. Lee, if you wanted to see doTERRA, you just need to go... <laughs> They've the got location. a warehouse. Well, no, I've seen, I've seen doTERRA because every once in a while I have to drive down to Utah County to deliver medications to people. And uh, they have a very big building, doTERRA, yeah. right next to yeah. Young Living, right across the parking lot from the uh, whatever. I just wonder it's what. LuLaRoe. No, they're, they're done. They're you know. done. <laughs> Those fuckers are done. They're, 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 they're uh, how would you say it? Their tea got spilled too soon. Ooh, <laughs> double bergamot, bitch. Oh, Ooh. by the way, he, by he's the, way. The, ma the master of the sound effects. He's Carrie Jackson. That's right. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com, still from the basement, because I don't see this ending. Ever. Uh, ever. Let's, I, nice you, you know what? You know what's real fun to see is how pale y'all have gotten. Oh. Jay, I've always been like this. No, well, I, I wasn't even looking at you, Tony. Like, I, <laughs> oh, Tony, we just know you don't ever go. Outside. Yeah, I have, I have specific, I have screen settings for you. Okay, I went out. <laughs> no, I, I went outside once. The graphics were amazing, but the gameplay was poopy. VR, it was like real life VR. All right, uh, let's I'm, see. Oh, and uh, Shannon is on assignment. All right. I'm just going to um, get paler as the beard gets longer, and by the time March hits, people are going to be like, oh, look at that old 49er. Does the <laughs> does your beard drain the color from your body? Look at how light my beard is. There's no <laughs> color in this fucker. It's already drained it all. It's Whatever gone. melanin you had, it's... it's... Um, now, just so you all know, listening to this, we are going to talk about the Mandalorian egg thing. But oh, we will Christ. at the end of the show. All right, on yeah. this free podcast, we're we're not going to waste so you your good money on the Patreon one. <laughs> and, and if you haven't seen the second episode of The Mandalorian, it'll be a spoiler. So. Yeah, so I'm warning you now. Yeah. We're going to talk about it in the last segment of this show. All right, but if you want a crash course on everything they're talking about in this third episode, stay tuned on our Patreon. Because as the keeper of the Star Wars knowledge, I can answer all of your questions about what the fuck they were That's talking about. what we need mm. you for. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. I have specific you know. questions about the sweaters everybody was wearing. All right. Girl, can we discuss? Coming up. <laughs> Coming up. That's uh, the Patreon Geek Show got this covered. We'll take you there. But uh, here on this free podcast, we will talk about the egg thing, the controversy at the end of this episode. All right. What the fuck is the controversy? Okay. You know well, we're going to talk about okay, it. Yeah. All right, it's all coming up. I got a, I got a press release it's from Lucasfilm. It's a whole thing, so. Jay. It's a whole thing. I know, but, but y'all, listen. Right. Mm. We'll get there. We'll get Mandalorian there. was too perfect for too long. We got to knock it down a peg, we'll, okay? we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but speaking of Disney and Disney+, Plus, um, they had their uh, earnings report released on Thursday. Uh, they're doing okay. 
Mm-hmm. We made all the money. <laughs> they, there's they feel, more out there. Well, they, they're, they're, <laughs> they're claiming that they're hurting because of the parks uh, not being open to full capacity. But, uh, I think they're uh, okay. but, uh, but Bob Chapek, oh, they're very pissed about California not letting them open. Uh, how, so, dare uh, you put, how dare you not let us put lives at risk? Exactly. Uh, but uh, it's the streaming service Disney Plus that is that is helping to save Disney. Uh, they it's been the one year anniversary of Disney Plus, and they have seventy three million paying subscribers as of God. October. That's God damn! That's about as many people year. voted for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I'd call this a success. Yeah, I, the real bright spot has been our direct consumer business, which is key to the future of our company. And on this anniversary of the launch, we are pleased to report that as of the end of the fourth quarter, 73 million paid subscribers, far surpassing our expectations. Now, during the earnings call, and this is why I bring this up, uh, executives reveal that the company now has 120 million paid subscribers worldwide on wow. its various that's the various properties that include espn and hulu and all that stuff oh right uh, but uh, the company said it plans to continue to invest in new disney plus content uh something that executives said is a major draw for adding new subscribers but they what the thrust of this article basically says is expect more mulan type pvod titles what, what's um, it? P- PVOD? you know because you had to pay an extra hey. 30. Paper. Oh, paid video on demand. Paid, okay. Yeah. 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 You had to pay extra for Mulan, live action yep. Mulan. Uh, and well, and they I they didn't. seem well, I <laughs> Okay. Again, Flex. I was I was Flex. supporting <laughs> I was supporting the the Asians that I live with and I was supporting mm-hmm. the idea of being able to see Black Widow sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Okay. It, they're leaning toward that. They seem to think that, that it it was a, a success. It says after the movie's release, Sensor Tower data estimated that Mulan drove up installs of Disney Plus app by 68% when compared to a 3D uh, 3 day window from the week prior. Wow. So that kind of hints to more of that type of stuff coming your way on Disney Plus. Well, that was the thing with Bill and Ted Face the Music. That wasn't a rental. You had to buy it. Yeah. And I we bought it because we needed a we needed a chuckle, right? So, yeah, um, yeah I kind of hope they go that direction because, frankly, every time I see the COVID numbers and the rampant irresponsibility of my fellow Americans, exactly. I don't want to go into a fucking theater because I don't trust yeah. these motherfuckers. Exactly. Preach, no. preach, I mean, bro. you know, we got the holidays coming up, and you know you're going to see spikes two weeks after Thanksgiving, two weeks yeah. after Christmas, oh, two sure. weeks after New Year's. Uh, Sue and I were just talking about Thanksgiving because it's usually just the two of us, and uh, she doesn't even want to go to the grocery store to buy stuff yeah. to uh, to make Thanksgiving, and I don't blame her. So uh, we're talking to a local restaurant about catering for us. Hey, just come on down to Utah County. COVID's nope. not here. Nope. No. Nope. I don't see uh, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Did and you think uh, that? Did you ever think that like maybe you were imagining it? Oh my god. <laughs> and speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Disney Plus, we finally got a release date for WandaVision. It exists, Rebecca. Okay, okay. January fifteenth of twenty twenty one, which is strange because they kept Wink. saying twenty twenty. Yeah, they I did. told y'all. But I were, but I well, I looked into it, and the reason they pushed it back a few weeks is because uh, the Pixar movie Soul is going to be released on uh, let's see, is it Christmas Day? Yeah, so they didn't want to you know have have it overlapping compete okay. with themselves they don't want to what is, is soul going to yeah. be on disney plus as well 
Yes, yeah. and that's not pay extra. That's just going to be available on Disney Plus. And speaking like of that, that, there is a uh, a short series that I just watched. It's called uh, Oh God, what's it called? I'll find the name of it. But it's a little five part behind Pixar making of. You know, each one of these are like eleven minutes long, and they go into a deep dive, like with the writer of Soul. Uh, you know, they spend like an eleven minutes with him and and how important it was that certain things be represented. And then they go to a, uh, a, a, a designer, an artist, you know, who helped design some of the, the ghost creatures on soul. And her idea was that it should be a piece of wire that is just, it's fascinating. Anyway, it's right. a, go ahead and watch it. It's a behind Pixar. So I'll find the name of it and get it to you. Their but it's documentary a, content has been just off the charts good. They're, yeah. they're going to do uh, like the gallery series that they did for Mandalorian. They're going to do that for WandaVision too. Oh, I'm I excited hope. to see all of them. No, they are. Oh, good. Oh, They're going to do a gallery series for WandaVision. Because so, that, that gallery series is awesome. Since WandaVision is until January, that means 2020 is the first year since, I think, 2009 mm-hmm. that we haven't had a Marvel movie or a Marvel Some TV. sort of Marvel content. Like, we had yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you dingus. Oh, that's true. But it wasn't new. Oh, it was it new. Was, it, was it was the, the sixth, last sixth season. It was amazing, by the way. I loved it. <laughs> I'm just glad with WandaVision that the mom from that 70s show got work again. <laughs> I had a uh, kitty. Yeah, I, I had a weird thing for her. As a <laughs> you and me both. You okay, and good. me right. fucking both. Yeah. No, like, dude, yeah. seriously. See, we should talk sometime. You want to do? Shit. We should do a Patreon about her because yeah, yeah she was my first. She was my first milf. And I don't. Really? I don't. I was, uh, yeah. Same. Wow. Same. Yeah, I was more of a Midge fan myself. Well, everyone I, was more of a Midge fan, Tony. Uh, yeah. Well. Mm, yeah. Midge. Yeah. Midge. Like, what it is was cool, but something about yeah. I don't know. What does it say I, that my my first milf was uh, uh, Mrs. Adams from the Adams family? She was not a milf. She's an <laughs> yeah. ethereal being. She was. Yeah. She had children. I, all right. But uh, we don't <laughs> know if they're biologically hers or if they just took them. You got a point. <laughs> oh, that's that is true. You've wow. got a point. Dark. Okay. I never thought about that. Morbid. No, you got to you got to you got to grow up in a family adjacent to the Adams family to understand how that kind of family works. <laughs> well then, so. well then, well the close second was Lily Munster. What's your theory there? Oh, uh, she was pieced together. So she's she's lots of milfs put My into one body. My first milf was the dinosaur mom from Dinosaurs. <laughs> Mrs. Wow. Sinclair. Very <laughs> interesting choice. Uh, anyway, by the way, you almost saw me spit up this double bergamot tea from Tony <laughs> and Sons. All right, Tony. Purveyors of tea since 1986. Thank you. All right, Tony, your MILF, your first MILF. Oh, I can't. Since we're all sharing. To, well, I'm trying to think of the first one, but I'll tell you who the current one is. Okay. Um, my wife is my watching. Wife. She's watching uh, that old show, Medium. With, uh, with not Patricia that Arquette. Arquette. Oh Patricia man, Arquette. I don't know what I'm it sorry, is about. Are you, like, Patricia. Well, are you getting yeah. that chubby over Patricia Arquette? Patricia right Arquette now in, in Medium. Patricia Arquette in Medium is, really? I think, I have something about her. Like, I, I like respect you said with Kitty. Tony. You're so weird. No, My, okay, no. she's she's she looks good. I, I have, I'll, I'll for... just I'll just throw this I'll throw this out right now. All right, so I got I got mine in in, in by race and everything. Because them categorized and everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's go I to the mean. Steve Kornacki has the chart of race. Let's go over to the big boards <laughs> yeah. to see yeah, Jake. Right. <laughs> 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 
Mary Steen, Mary Steenburger or oh, Sturge, oh, Steen Virgin. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Diane Lane. Virgin. Diane Lane. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Ashley Judd in Double okay, Jeopardy. Yes. Um, yes. And if you look at the GQ magazine from, I believe, 1998, she's on. She graces the cover of GQ magazine, and the article there. Yes, I'll just say that. Yes, she's wearing like this pink thing, and it's great. <laughs> Okay, my current, uh, my current GQ? one is Andrea Savage, but anyway. Mm-hmm. GQ, what? It was GQ, the magazine you Yeah, Ashley about? Judd. Oh, okay. like the, all right. She's got a red it, number on? Yup, but like there's one she's sitting in a chair or something like that. You know? And like in a, in a stool. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's another one that, that kind of does it uh, for me too. I think the show is called American Housewife. Katie Mixon or Nixon? The brunette, she's yeah. a brunette. Yeah, I think yeah. she's real pretty too. All right, Vivica Fox. All yes. That stuff. Um, well, yeah. All right. I feel weird going into the story now about the uh, uh, new uh, editor in chief at DC Comics. Good. Who, you should uh, feel weird about this transition. I, th- I, th- I, th- I right. thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say Frog Mom from Mandalorian. <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's coming up. Wolf. That's coming up. <laughs> she. <laughs> Hey, when she gets she down and probably... runs on all fours, yeah. I'm oh, ready speedy. to go. Oh, all right, all right. The thing she can probably do with that tongue, it's prehensile. All right, oh, later man. in the show. All right. She's got Yoshi's tongue. Folks uh-huh. can tell that yeah. we're chomping at the bit to, to get to this. All right. Uh, wow. But uh, new DC uh, uh, editor-in-chief, uh, Marie Javins is her name. Woo. And uh, she is... Uh, she says, as a young girl devouring comics of Wonder Woman, Nubia, and Supergirl, I never dreamed that decades did later I'd she, helm DC Comics. Did she try reading them? <laughs> eating them is oh, such no. a strange thing to do. And then you're rewarded for devouring comic books with a lush job at one of those companies. Details at 11. The ink that DC uses is far tastier than the ink of Marvel. Yo. Can a woman is... run DC Comics? Let's go to the big board. Let's go. Steve Kornacki. All right. And uh, let's see. Let's do this. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder getting underway here soon in production. And uh, uh, the least of all the Chris's in Hollywood will be returning to that uh, crisp rat. Will be, do, you think, uh, do you think he was joining? like so sad? He was like so sad because everyone was being mean to him on the internet. And so maybe like someone was like, Taika, can you just like just give him a toss little boost. this guy a bone? Well, I mean, it makes sense because we last saw Thor with the Guardians. So. Yeah, yeah. From a story perspective, it makes perfect sense. Let's be honest. Yeah. So Crisp Rat will be joining them in Thor Love and Thunder. All right. Uh, Christian Bale is another uh, Chris that is also in that as well. He's and, in the uh, Thor four. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the villain. You forget, I think. You keep I didn't forgetting know about that. that. Yeah, Wait, Christian it's... Bale's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalie oh, Portman. I hope, I hope we get to hear a Batman voice. We're getting our Natalie Portman Thor in this one. It's going to be great. <laughs> nice. All right, I'm excited for it. And uh, and the uh, the Peacemaker TV series. Remember we told you about this. Yeah, uh, yeah, John yeah. Cena H- on HBO Max. John Cena who will do the spinoff to Suicide Squad. It's a it's a it's eight episodes. They have cast more people in it uh, to uh, to be in there. Let's see. Uh, they've added Daniel Brooks, Robert Patrick, the Terminator, yeah. uh, Je- Jennifer Holland, and Chris Conrad. Uh, now, uh, Danielle Brooks was tasty on Orange is the New Black. She oh, will be. she's phenomenal. She is funny. Uh, she will be Leota, Ad, the character's name is Leota Adebayo. And I tried to do some research, and 
I don't think that character exists in DC Comics. I mean, maybe someone who's better at it than me could find it. Well, um, somebody ate all my DC Comics, or I oh, tell you. Oh, who did that? Nom, nom, nom. Editor-in-chief. Uh, Robert Patrick. From, uh, Robert Patrick will be Augie Smith. And again, that was... kind of name? I had trouble looking that one up. How do you spell that? O-G-G-I-E? A-U-G-G-I-E uh, Smith. Maybe you'll be able to find it because you're more attuned to DC than I am. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Jennifer Holland who uh, appeared in uh, Brightburn, will repri reprise her uh, Suicide Squad role as Emilia Harcourt, of course. And uh, Conrad, Chris Conrad, known for uh, Perpetual Grace, uh, is the show he's on. He will be vigilante Adrian Chase in the TV series. Uh, Suicide Squad is still set for August uh, 2021, they think. Ha <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. It and might be uh, far enough out that the vaccine will be widely distributed. And James Gunn wrote all eight episodes of the series and is directing multiple episodes, including the first of Peacemaker. So there you um, go. Excellent. Tony, Tony, I'm sorry to break this to you, but I actually work for a health organization, and we're being optimistic about nine to ten months after trials are completed before we have widespread vaccine distribution. Yeah. I'm, so I'm not we're talking about yeah. a year from now, optimistically. Pissing on my parade. <laughs> Please pissing on my parade. Yeah, because I mean, Pfizer Pfizer could turn around and release this ninety percent successful vaccine on Monday, and it's still going to take half a year to produce enough volume and then distribution. Yeah. Uh, production. I forgot about production. I'm oh, it's not, told it sounds like an Xbox. Military was ready. Yeah. Well, I here's was the. I was told the military was ready to go at the drop of a hat. They they kind of oh, are, but God. but but here's the glitch. <laughs> is that this vaccine, sorry to stray, but uh, this vaccine needs to be kept at a very, very cold temperature. I did read that, yeah. And What's cooler than being cool? Ice, Ice cold! cold. <laughs> Just trying to put a positive spin on shit. So <laughs> that's, that's the problem that they're running into as far as distribution goes, because when, yeah. you know, I mean, that's great in city centers. They, they have the ability, but when you're taking it out into the, you know, the, the farmlands and all that, well, and I hear was, that once the vaccine gets under 88 degrees, you're going to see some serious shit. So, mm. I thought the, when I, huh? oh, I was going to say, my thought when I read that was, what would that feel like when you get injected with something that's like zero well, or sub or 32 or sub? That's the other thing is that I hear that the shots are very painful. Oh, that would suck. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, hey, hey, you guys yeah. saw what happened to Captain America. You know, I mean, like exactly. they, oh. they like, injected it with on. Gatorade Cool Blue, and yeah. then it got How fucking painful. yoked, man. How painful because I'm sorry to play the woman card. Oh but no. I've but I've had a few different things done to me. The HPV shot, which you have to get in three J, which you have to get in three <laughs> separate shots and an IUD. And uh that sh I, those oh. two things were some of the most painful shit I've ever experienced in my life. So uh, well, I'm sure the I've COVID a, vaccine is just fine. I've had I'm a sure tetanus shot. What about that? <laughs> I gave birth to an 11 pound baby unmedicated details I, at 11 I got I got you all beat I watched the first episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake that was oh, me too burn. after Rau, these messages we'll be right back 
It's November. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Get ready for Wolverine as you've never seen him before in Wolverine Black, White, and Blood. Marvel's hottest creators have crafted a series of exciting stories using only the colors black, white, and red. Issue number one features art from uh, Declan Shelby, Joshua Kassara, and Adam Kubert. And the award-winning screenwriter John Ridley returns to comics to examine the mythology of the DC Universe and its iconic moments and charts a previously unexplored socio-political course as seen through the prism of DC superheroes. It's a five-issue series reframing iconic moments from DC history, exploring them through the eyes of DC superheroes represented traditionally disenfranchised groups centers around the perspectives of Black Lightning, his daughter Anissa, Thunder, uh, the Teen Titans, Mal Duncan, and his wife, Bumblebee, Renee Montoya, The Question, and Katana. So look for that. Also, this year you all helped Dr. Volt's Comic Connection celebrate its 30th anniversary, and the crew of Dr. Volt's Comics wants to thank each and every one of you for all the kind words and outpouring of support during this year and the last 30 years. Uh, thank you for your patronage and your camaraderie, and Dr. Volt's hopes to continue to serve the Salt Lake comic community another 30 years. Your hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we're back. Okay, I found the name of the uh, Pixar documentary. Uh, it is, uh, let's see, it's, it, it is up on Disney Plus right now. It's called Inside Pixar. And it says here it's a four-part documentary, but I watched five. Maybe I was really drunk. I don't know. <laughs> You've watched one twice. <laughs> Maybe I did. I don't know. Whoa. All right. Whoa. Uh, take a take a vote. Anyone? Um, I'm going out for uh, Scorpion King reboots. Anybody? Anybody? I would. I, I would like it. this. I would like that. Uh, we we discussed this at length in my parlor chat, and uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really excited for this movie. All right, I'm just checking to see if anybody wanted that while I was heading out. Um, okay. While you were, it's <laughs> it's uh, it, Dwayne Johnson will not be in it. It's going to be a a reboot set in modern times. How you do that, I don't know. Uh, oh, but uh, right. he will produce it. So okay. sounds amazing. Well, I'll take two. Whether you wanted it or not, I'm. <laughs> I feel like this you. movie's got Tony written on it. <laughs> but, well, I mean, I already have my tickets reserved, so you're probably oh, right. <laughs> uh, let's see now. Uh, I can't remember if I told you guys, but uh, you, know, you remember Johnny Depp has been asked to leave uh, the Fantastic Beasts <laughs> franchise. Yeah. Uh, and because they're in the middle of filming, they needed to replace him. And so the, uh, Mads Mikkelsen said, I can do it. I'm not doing anything. Yes! And uh, so that's good news. Well, I had read that like they had approached Colin Farrell about it, but I guess his get like they he had conflicts. Mm, he was busy, so they so they had to like look up elsewhere. And I think Mad Mickelson, yeah, Mad Mad Mickelson, he's great. Mad no, but Colin Farrell was in the first one. Yeah, he was he was the bad guy in the first one. The yeah. same character, right? 
Yeah, yeah so yeah, Grindelwald shifted him or whatever. Yeah, he was he was like shapeshifting into looking like handsome Colin Farrell. Oh, okay. Well, no. that's easy to shapeshift into Mad Mads Mikkelsen then. Exactly. They can do that with the story, no problem. But it, was there a second one of these already? Yes. Fuck. Was, yeah, it Depp came out. Stupid. Depp yeah. was in the second one, right? I don't and there even was a, remember a skull this release. Bong. There was a skull bong. I, this is like I have I have no recollection of that movie coming to theaters. Same. I just actually Same. kind of enjoyed it, except for Johnny Depp. I just think it's cool that Mads Mikkelsen has been in so many uh, genre stuff. I mean, you know, he's in Star Wars, he's in Hannibal, he's in Marvel, Doctor Strange, James Bond. You know, I mean, he's in so much of this cool stuff. He's but in now, video games too. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Now speak, and speaking Death of Stranding. This, Speaking of this, that's true. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of this, now Tom has written us a letter and he says, a quick question. I'm listening to the November 9 episode English Bud as I type this and the departure uh, departure of Depp from Fantastic Beats was just discussed. Uh, How does the panel feel about Warner Brothers asking Depp to depart in light of the lawsuit failure while still employing Amber Heard for Snyder's Justice League and Aquaman 2? What about them keeping Ezra Miller in Fantastic Beats and Flash when there's video evidence of him choking a fan? What makes Depp's case worse in the eyes of the public or the studio when there's lots of negative press around these folks as well? Um, Thoughts? I have an answer. Rebecca? Yeah. It's um, the inclusion of remorse. Um, Amber Heard has admitted that she, you know, was physically abusive towards Johnny Depp. Um, But she has acted in a way since their divorce that I think, you know, expresses remorse and actually works to better other lives. Right. Like she donated everything that she got from her divorce. Right. Um, Whereas Johnny Depp continues to kind of be a gross, yucky boy. Right. Like, I mean, I don't have... (laughs) Listen, I don't have evidence of that, but like, I feel like Amber Heard has done more to better herself and like help those around her more than say Johnny Depp has. There's also the matter of the libel lawsuit that that he lost in England. So the fact yeah. that he can be referred to as a spousal batterer legally by the press yeah. does not make him. I think if that lawsuit hadn't have been lost, they would have continued to employ him. But the fact I think that you're right. Any critic in England or even in, well, yeah, any critic in the English-speaking world can legally call him a wife batterer, um, just brings negative press to the movie in a way that they don't want to have to deal with. And there may be things happening behind the scenes that we're not aware of. It could be that the the cast, you know, has said we're not comfortable with working with him. You never know. Therefore, the cast of Justice League may be fine with Ezra Miller. I don't know. And that's also... <clears throat> oh, go ahead, Tony. I was just going to say, I bet as well, uh, cutting debt is also a significant uh, cost-saving Actually, yeah, measure. Yeah. Salary Actually, cap move. No, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, he filmed, cap, one, exactly. he filmed one scene. They canceled his contract, but in the contract, it's pay to play. He still gets all of his money. Oh, geez. So, um, wow. I think another aspect is this is a clear way. So in a lot of countries, you can't terminate a contract with somebody for a substance abuse issue. Johnny Depp is at Hunter S. Thompson levels of cocaine abuse. And so, yeah, yeah, the the dude is mountains of cocaine daily. And he's showing up to work high, guaranteed. But in some countries, because of... Um, behavioral health issues, if somebody actually has a pre-existing mental health issue or an addiction, it may be hard to terminate them from a contract for that. Mm. So spousal so, abuse, we can do that. Have yeah, we, I just, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before, but the Rolling Stone interview yes. that they did, yeah, uh, where the guy goes to Johnny Depp's house, 
Mm-hmm. Buck yep. Wild. Well, I mean, oh, I haven't read that. What's what's he find at his house? Oh, he's just read it. It's just insane. It's, oh, it's literally. Oh, I gotta five, do coke like real quick. Okay. Yeah, Seriously? five o'clock. Five o'clock. I mean, the dude is so indebted. The reporter at Rolling Stone is just like, there are mountains of bills all around the place, but mm-hmm. his help that he's not paying show up to give him his mountain of cocaine for his afternoon tea, wow. and so they won't discuss like, the fact. Yeah, they're like in the middle of the interview, and he's like, "Hold on, I gotta do like I gotta do some coke really quick." I need a bump. Whoa. I, you uh, know, do you want to go I mean, jam? Let's go I'm, jam. And then they it, like <laughs> go jam. I've said it a million times. Hunter Thompson, I, I, he, I'm that he's my favorite writer. Uh, but you don't fly that close to that sun without getting burned. Crazy. All right. All right. Uh, Umbre- Umbrella Academy uh, renewed for season three. Just yeah. So you know, if you enjoy that. Oh, Lee's making a masturbation motion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, it, uh, viewership data. Viewership data. <laughs> Touche. Apparently what, in the what air. What was that, Jay? <clears throat> how, how, how do you masturbate? <laughs> oh, usually it's a lot less exaggerated and, and sadder. And probably not as close <laughs> to his face. Harumph. <laughs> Harumph. Okay, tomb. <laughs> Uh, Netflix uh, does not release uh, viewership data, but they said 45 million member households worldwide watched at least 70% of one episode of the uh, freshman season. Season two. Huh? I was going to say, what a weird thing to say. 70% of one episode. It gets even even weirder how they measure. That's what we're going to brag about. Oh, believe me. If you've dealt with ratings at all, as I have, it gets weird. <laughs> uh, season 2, which debuted July 31st, Top Nielsen's weekly streaming charts for the week of August 3 through 9, with U.S. viewers watching more than 3 billion minutes of the first two seasons. You see? What all does right. that mean to 3 me? 3 billion if minutes? Yeah. They're if just I making really, up numbers. Exactly. <laughs> if I really want to know, what does that mean? It just right. doesn't. Anyway. I liked the second season. I'll be honest. I thought it was pretty dang good. I, I the like second it. season, the second season was a lot better than the first. But my issue with Umbrella Academy still stands. If you're not representing the entire creative team of what made the comic book work, you're not adopting the com or adapting the comic. You're basically taking an idea created by Gerard Way, brought to life by Gabriel Ba, and then saying, "Well, here it is. It's just kind of what we think Gerard Way wanted." But it has nothing to do with Gabriel Ba. Gabriel Ba is part of the DNA of Umbrella Academy. And even the animated sequences they did weren't done in his art style at all. So it's like oh, doing bummer. it's like doing Hellboy and not representing Mike Mignola's art style in any way, shape, or form. Which, you know, they haven't done. So <laughs> I can't wait for the third season of Umbrella Academy. Good for you. <laughs> Enjoy the mediocrity, Tony. <laughs> Uh, Doctor Who season 13 uh, will be just eight episodes long. That's okay, because they're good episodes now. Yeah, because COVID. But uh, there you go. I, oh, and you are getting a holiday special, I guess, this year. That's a tradition. Yeah, you got uh, Yeah, we have yeah. to. It's the called Revolution, Revolution of legally, the Daleks. Legally, there has to be a, a Doctor Who Christmas episode wait, every wait. year. Revo- Revolution of what? Of the Daleks. Oh, Daleks. You know, okay. they you have know, two villains, hear. Tony. Yeah, Daleks and Cybermen. That's, <laughs> oh, what about the Weeping Angels? I like the Weeping yeah. Angels. What? All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> The CW might as well just change their name to the DCW because there's more, more, right. more. More. Uh, more. We're, getting a, we're getting a spinoff of Black Lightning, and it's the villain, that uh, kid painkiller. 
So he's kid getting painkiller. Well, no, it's it's the kid on the show whose name is Painkiller. Oh, oh I thought killer. I thought you're talking about like Tylenol Junior. His name is <laughs> Ibuprofen. Yes, Ibuprofen. <laughs> Midol. Jordan Calloway, who uh, started in the series season one, is promoted to a regular later in the year, reprise his role as Khalil Payne, a.k.a. Painkiller. The plot is, uh, it's going to be aired as a uh, backdoor pilot in the seventh episode of the upcoming fourth season of Black Lightning. Uh, he's finally uh, starring. Uh, he has no electric powers, Jay. He. Uh, <laughs> Thank God, I was wondering. <laughs> he in, he injects this venom into you, and it kills you. He's poison COVID guy. vaccine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's too cold. So he'll be getting his own show. I'm a, right. I'm a be, I'll be right back. I'm gonna hop on parlor and get this information out. Get it out. <laughs> Let everyone know. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, and Darkwing Duck reboot is coming yeah, to Disney+. Yeah, I was Plus. wondering if you're going to cover this. Let's get fucking dangerous. I'm so excited. I for this. have I'm questions little... about this. Well, I'm a little sad that Shannon's not here because his arch enemy, Seth Rogen, is producing it. Mm. <laughs> He's got his fingers in a lot of pies recently. Yes. Yeah, and he also pottery. stuff. <laughs> and pottery? Yeah, no, like, yeah, Seth Rogen. Y'all ain't seen Seth Rogen do pottery? Uh-uh. This is like a legit thing. Yo, he's all, that's what he's been doing a lot lately. Uh, I, I watched a lot of Jesus and Miro and they had an interview with him and he's just like, yeah, I just make pottery all the time. He just gets high and does pottery. Go, you huh. can just type it in right now, Seth Rogen pottery, and it's gonna, it'll pop up. Well, I also hmm. saw videos of him rolling what David Crosby referred to as, and David Crosby would know, the absolute perfect joint. So that, oh. that is a, also a skill that he has, apparently. You, you had me at Seth Rogen rolling. I already knew. Like <laughs> I was like, okay, are, yeah, I'll find it's that. Gonna be a, yeah, it's going to be a joke. We job. already knew. <laughs> uh, let's see. The series in early development uh, doesn't have much in the way of like writers or directors attached, just that uh, uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, you know, those two, they do a lot of things together. They're producing. Uh, and it's interesting because over the past couple of seasons of DuckTales, they have brought Darkwing Duck into them. That's my uh, question. First as an in-universe fictional hero, and then as a real hero, with uh, Gosselin Mallard even getting her proper introduction. Is she a duck? Uh, she is not yeah. a Mallard. Because, well, you oh. know, Mallard's a guy duck, but she's Gosselin Mallard. Oh. All right. Mall- the, I don't know anything about ducks, duck tails, darkwing ducks. I don't know anything so, about any of these well, ducks. That, that's where my question comes in, because I watched part of the DuckTales episode that had Darkwing Duck in it. Mm-hmm. And he isn't a hero. He just like pretends to be one. Wasn't, in that, wasn't that the plot of the original Darkwing Duck? Yeah. The, no, in the original Darkwing no, he's a, Duck. He's a religious he's, hero. He's, he's, he's oh, a okay. hero. Yeah, he's, he's basically like uh, kind of like Batman, but less, yeah. you know, crazy. I know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a goofy Batman. Yeah, he's, he's like Batman, Batman. but a duck. Ow, thank you. And. Yeah, and so I'm like, so if they're going to start it over again, are they actually going to make him a hero and give him villains and stuff? Or is he just going to be some like poser I, guy? Like in I'm Duck guessing Tales? that they'll make it into uh, his own show like before, but new. I hope so, because I, I loved that cartoon when I was I loved it lad. too. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, this Spawn movie keeps <laughs> popping up in my timeline uh, because yeah. uh, they're talking to uh, Jason Blum from Blumhouse. And here, here's a quote that I found in the interview. Uh, about the Spawn movie he and Todd McFarlane are still working on. Okay, here's what he says. It's taken longer than I had hoped it would to get the story right, but we're still working on it. It, To me, that translation is Todd McFarlane is being a dick. 
I wish I wish I loved and was as dedicated to anything as Todd McFarlane is to Spawn. <laughs> is to getting Spawn, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be very different. It's going to be edgy. Excited to be about uh, that Spawn kind of last great unexploited comic, so it seems like an amazing opportunity. Anyway, he... He right. seems like he wants to do it, but there's troubles somewhere, and I'm I'm betting that it's Todd McFarlane being a dick. Uh, let's see. And finally this, and then we'll uh, take a break, and then we'll talk Baby Yoda and eggs. But uh, finally this, and I only do this for Tony. Oh, what do you got for me? Uh, I remember that. Me, green lantern? Is it a Green Lantern? <clears throat> it's got to be no, a Green Lantern. No, it's not. Well, okay. Well, uh, but remember some, some months ago I told you about this uh, TV series that uh, Schwarzenegger oh, was Patricia doing? Arquette. No. Oh, I wish. <laughs> this uh, TV series that Schwarzenegger was putting together, where it's yeah. him and his daughter as international spies. Yeah, it's going to be the best movie or TV show ever. <laughs> it has it been picked like up. Borat for a second. <laughs> it, it is very it has nice. Been, it has been picked up by Netflix, so that's where you'll be able to see it. Uh, the show, it's uh, Schwarzenegger and his daughter, Monica Barbaro, who was uh, most recently in the show that only I watched, Stumptown. Uh, oh, I watched Stumptown. Yeah, yeah. She, she was in uh, Top. What? She's also in Top Gun Maverick, Splitting Up Together, The Good Cop, Chicago Justice. She's in a bunch of stuff. Uh, but uh, she will be. Who is she in Stumptown? Uh, she was somebody's Stump. girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was what's his name's <clears throat> girlfriend. So uh, yeah, all right, all right. But I just brought this up just so you could do your Arnold voice. And... It's going to be what well, Netflix has promised me, Lee. I want you to listen here, Lee. Netflix has promised me a very good budget. Very good budget. Do we drink when he says it? No. <laughs> no. No? All right. It's going to be at least one episode where everybody watches 85% of the episode. It's going to be the highest rated top 10 Netflix ever. <laughs> at, least th at least 45 minutes of it. 45 minutes of the one hour episode. Just watch, just watch 70% of it. I can't do it. <laughs> Thank you for trying. Watch, uh, watch 25%. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> just to watch a 25%. You sounded like a redneck Borat. What the fuck? My cousin wife. <laughs> she is my cousin wife over here. With, she is number one whore. Put on your what? Put your pants back on, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> this isn't Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Mother, mother, mother. It's turning into like a Christopher Walken. My, my wife. Y'all sound like Bobcat Goldway now. <laughs> my wife, mom. My CPU is a neural net processor. The more human contact I make, the more I learn. Somebody has corrupted my CPU neurals. Guys, what if what if the Terminator got dropped in like the redneckiest part of Alabama? Ha! You know, I'm an you Appalachian know, like Terminator. Sun, you know, like in Red Sun, how if Superman was Russian. What if Terminator was like Southern and racist? I want, I want you to give me that motorcycle. I'll, I'll be back, y'all. Give me that. Uh, your, your linen skinned t-shirt. Give it to me now. <laughs> give me that linen skinned t-shirt and sunglasses. After and you know, these <laughs> messages. After these messages, right we'll be back. back. I'll be back. <laughs> 
What the fuck? Let's see what's happening at Haster Games right now. 6831 South State Street or go to hastergames.com. Time to unplug and play a board game from Haster Games. Pokemon Vivid Voltage comes out on November 13th. Check the website for pre-order. Magic the Gathering's Commander Legend boxes are coming November 20th with a chance at a brand new jeweled Lotus card. If you pre-order, you can pick up your boxes on November 13th. They're also taking pre-orders for Commander Collection Green, which arrives December 4th. Dungeons & Dragons Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, releasing on November 17th. The wizard Tasha, whose great works include the spell Tasha's Hideous Laughter, has gathered bits and bobs of precious lore during her illustri- illustrious career as an adventurer. Her enemies wouldn't want these treasured secrets scattered across the multiverse, so in defiance, she has collected and codified these tidbits for the enrichment of all. Haster Games stocking up with uh, all the most popular games, as well as some unusual ones, too. Black Friday week is coming, so stay tuned for updates or visit HasterGames.com. Locally owned and operated at 6831 South State, Haster has it. Do you like video games? Yes. Dude, I was talking to listeners. Oh, okay, keep going. Do you like tabletop games? Yes. I give up. If you like video games, tabletop games, and listening to me, Troll JD, check out the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Okay, let's... We're back. <laughs> let's... I was like, how do I even know they're really housewives? Uh, all right, we'll get to that. But right now, just a heads up, if you haven't watched season... What is it? Season 2, episode 2, they're calling yes. it chapter or whatever, um, of The Mandalorian, we're going to talk about it. So There's be some spoilers. But it's, but it's mostly just about the controversy. For the rest yeah. of our coverage of The Mandalorian, go to our Patreon geekshowgotthiscovered.com and uh, you can listen to it there. All right. So, Geek Twitter is freaking out about Baby Yoda eating eggs. Yep. Uh, Listen, he was being a little shit. He was. Granted. Granted he was being a little shit. Toddlers are. Kids are usually little shits. When you tell a kid not to eat something, that pretty much ensures he will eat it. Don't put that in your mouth. No, I said, don't put that in your mouth. Yeah. Um, okay. So here is the statement from Lucasfilm. <laughs> uh, creative art manager Phil uh, Zostak, who you should follow on Twitter. He 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 puts out a lot of great Star Wars content. If you're a pass, if you're a, if you're a fan, uh, on his Twitter account, uh, he commented on the matter to emphasize that the passenger—that's the name of the episode does take a number of beats to try to make the egg eating palatable because eggs were unfertilized he reasoned the baby eating them would be likened to the way that we humans consume chicken eggs he says for the record chapter 10 of the mandalorian makes it clear that the frogs frog lady's eggs are unfertilized like the chicken eggs many of us enjoy but obviously chickens aren't sentient beings and the child eating the eggs is intentionally disturbing for comedic effect. Yeah. Well, and part of the argument that people were like trying to make was, he's committing genocide. She said it was the last of her kind. In part of her line. It was the last of her line, first of all. And comparing it to genocide is a bit aggressive. (laughs) It's It's like people are running, it's like, Look at the world we live in. How are you out of other things to be outraged about that you need to be outraged <laughs> Mandalorian about? Mandalorian was joke. too perfect for too long. <clears throat> it needs to get knocked down a peg. 
You know, it's Ugh. funny because I, I got off social media about a week and a half, two weeks ago. I mm-hmm. didn't see any of this shit, so I didn't even know there was a controversy. That's some yeah. wild shit. I feel like a spaceman coming to Earth for the first time and going, <laughs> what? You motherfuckers are upset that a baby likes eggs? <laughs> and, and that it's a fake baby and fake eggs? Yeah. <laughs> well, and that was going to be my closing argument was, as we say here on Geek Show, it ain't real, dude. <laughs> no. It's the show. Also, oh my god, I- that puppet ate fake eggs? Yeah. Also, as we say here on Geek Show, motherfucker, get some real problems. God <laughs> yeah. damn. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Bro, why I read some, some of these mm. comments. As a mother, this deeply disturbs me. It's um, like, worry about your own kids. If you're, yeah, if you're to got that much of- free time. When we when we had the vegan restaurant, there was a thing we actually faced all the time is that in the the stage of consumer society that we're in right now where people are so detached from how meat, dairy, eggs, how all of those things are produced in the first place, mm-hmm. there's an actual disconnect when you show people a slaughterhouse, when you show people cows being milked for real, not the, you know, here's our stock, our stock happy vote. Uh, happy right, video of yeah. happy cows people are usually rather disturbed by it because we're really disconnected from it most americans could not slaughter their own poultry if they were brought to that situation where they're like oh you know you need to go kill that chicken dress it and, and get ready to cook it they couldn't do it they couldn't even bring themselves to do it so this whole shit this disconnect of unfertilized eggs what do you mean how is it unfertilized she obviously <laughs> had babies are uh. you are you anti-life? Is that what this is? Is Baby Yoda pro-choice? Baby Yoda's choose? pro-choice. He's choosing to eat them eggs. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's to, y'all, y'all mad because a fictional baby, who's not even a baby, motherfucking 50 years old. He's 50 years old, yeah. Right. Maybe he should know better, Jay. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's, getting, he's getting AARP mail, okay? Like, he's getting that. He's five years away from a senior discount. Y'all mad because a fictional fifty-year-old is eating fictional eggs of a fictional on a fictional show. Stop it! Stop. <laughs> and obviously, oh, so if you're if you're completely <laughs> shocked, if you're completely shocked about somebody over fifty doing whatever the fuck they want to do, you weren't paying attention to the last election, were you? <laughs> <laughs> That's why, do you think Yoda, do you think Yoda wasn't on Dagobah because he was hiding? Do you think he was on Dagobah because he's the apex predator? And so, many, so many frogs and eggs. So many frogs. <laughs> Maybe. Well, and, and you know, when we first met Yoda, he, he stole food and ate it from Luke, remember? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That, so... species, that species is shitty. I think that's, yeah. I listen, think they're that's, just that's, don't don't let's let's not condone racism on this show, okay? <laughs> they're they're that's just a species. They're just food insecure. That's it. Yeah. No, I don't know why people what, are y'all are about really. It. it was just for the story. It was like he said. It was disturbing for comedic effect. Yeah. I, you know, clearly, yeah. clearly a joke for the TV show. And again, spoiler: in the next episode, we see he kind of makes amends for it. Kind of. Yeah. How? By not eating the new one? Exactly. By (laughs) by seeing them. And I got, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm reading too much into it, but the look on his face to me when he saw that little baby, he was like, Oh, I get it now. Yeah, I understand. But that was now that you know guys, I I can eat I can eat two strips of bacon and then like you know, pet a pig. I don't get like I'm. I'm not a. I'm not a bad person. I will eat a steak. I will eat a steak while looking at a cow and having a conversation with it. Like I don't give a fuck. 
I'll pet the cow and say, saving you for later. I want my steak so rare. I want my steak so rare. I want it to ask me not to eat it. I am sorry, Lee. Okay, all right. (laughs) Oh, he's just, Lee is just so disappointed. Lee about the company. I'm I'm not disappointed. I know you all are fucking savages. It doesn't matter. No. I, ca- I cannot deny. As <laughs> Jimmy, as Jimmy Martin used to say to me all the time, "Oh, you don't eat meat. You think you're better than me." And I'd be like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I won't even share my growing up on a farm stories. Then, um, let's see. Let's. Uh, what are y'all consuming? What have uh, What have you been enjoying this week? Who wants to go first? Oh, I have like a real quick breaking news. Oh, yes. Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis have split up. I saw oh no! That. Do with that what you will. Oh, no. Looks like Sudeikis is available for this gal now. Yeah, Rebecca, <laughs> she's sliding into my DMs like, what's uh, up? So, what's so up? we have two breaking newses now. You're no longer engaged? Or... <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's an open relationship. Maybe, maybe I'll try this polyamory everyone's talking yeah. about. Anyway, that's all. All right. Uh, yeah, who's uh, consuming what? Who wants to go first? Well, I've been enjoying this holiday tea from Harney and Sons. <laughs> Fine sure purveyors of tea since 1983. <laughs> well, Tony, I'm not going to fucking tell you because then you're going to want some of it. Uh, damn. <laughs> they are paying me. They're paying me in dinged and dented tea cases. So In tea, in tea bags? Tea, yeah, they get tea bagged every fortnight. For free. <laughs> I was going to say you're um, getting tea bagged for your payment. Yeah. Uh, no, just just Star Wars, Star Trek, forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, what we call Double Feature Friday. Double, Double Feature Friday. It's so Friday. good, guys. That's it's right. It's so good. Uh, anybody else? I watched, uh, yeah. Uh, me, speaking I, of... I, oh, go ahead, Jay. I, I started uh, Queen's Gambit with uh, my wife. My, and My wife started watching that. She says it's I'm, really good. Yeah. I, first episode is, you're like, okay, we're on board. Um, it, it, it's just really interesting. It's about a, a Beth Harmon, uh, who is a chess prodigy and it shows that it, she's also struggling she also has a personal struggle that she deals with uh, that's very very relatable and it's very timely like there is a trigger warning there is going to be you're going to see uh, abusive uh, op- opioids and uh, oh. so I, I will say that as a trigger warning for people and there's alcoholism struggles it's a very very interesting story it's only like it's a quick watch it's like seven episodes they're about 40 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. really um, I'm I'm almost halfway through i love it and then uh this one i accidentally got into a complete accident i was watching hulu and uh i had had just finished uh just like a futurama or something and Mm -hmm. and, um, it just went to the next show that i had lined up and apparently i forgot that i added this to my list but a show called primal uh oh which which came out last year uh I always screw up his name, but the guy who created it is the Lee, same it's Getty Gardatovsky. Yeah, Gardatovsky, oh, the same guy Gennady, who did Powerpuff Gennady, Girls. Gendy, Gendy, Gendy Tartakovsky. Thank yes, you. who did Powerpuff Gendy. Girls, Dexter's Laboratory. Oh. It, and the original show, Clone Wars Primal. cartoon. Yeah, it's a prehistoric but it's, it's uh, a ca- it's a caveman and his T Rex and all the other dinosaurs. Oh, because because oh. the mommy T Rex eats his family, and so yep. then he goes to hunt down the mommy T Rex. He kills the mommy T Rex, okay, and then the, 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 he's okay, left yeah, with a baby yeah, T Rex. Yeah, we, yeah, we can stop right it's there. It's on HBO Max. It's really good. Yeah, it, it, and I I love watching it with my dog. 
like it's because <laughs> no honestly he as soon as i started watching it because he, he started it, huh? he, he heard the animal noises because a lot of animals show up and he's just sat right next to me and it's so fun to just watch that show with your animal violent as fuck <laughs> but it's it, i i loved it and yeah it's then, i don't think it's for kids probably yeah, right no because kids get munched <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, by yeah. dinosaurs. And, you know, we 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 know y'all can't handle seeing eggs being fucking eaten. Ah! So. <laughs> As a mother, this cartoon disturbed me. Disturbs right. me. Uh, so primal, thank you, Jay. Yeah, uh, primal's fun. Watch Tony. You uh, you wanted to say uh, something? Yeah. So speaking of Seth Rogen earlier, I watched an American Pickle this last <laughs> Finally. week. Finally. Ah. <laughs> okay. And uh, it's weird. Huh? Like yeah, it's, it's not what it's, you expect. No, it's not. And the first, I feel like the first half is probably funnier than the second half. Um, I would agree. But I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It's worth a watch if you have HBO Max. All right. Um, and then uh, on your guys' recommendation from last episode, I started The League. And oh, good. Yeah. I was in after one the episode. League, That's a funny show. And again, I, I didn't watch it because I thought it was sports adjacent, and it's it's just it's so, so tangentially good. sports adjacent that it's fine for me. Yeah, it's, it's like a... The sports stuff is just a vehicle for the jokes. Yeah. For the jokes, uh, exactly. The jokes yeah. are so good. Yeah. Rebecca? Uh, uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay. Oh Can God. we talk about this? <laughs> oh, boss. <laughs> yeah. Talk time. Okay. Now, I need to know, because I have never seen a minute of any Real Housewives show. I haven't, e- I haven't either. And I guess there are dozens of them or something. Yeah, there's dozens yeah. of them. And... So I, I, and I checked into this and apparently it's true. This is just following the same formula. Mm. Yeah. From what I can gather and like, I've seen like casually episodes of Real Housewives of, of Um And so, yeah, this is like, it is like following the exact same formula. So it's, it's manufactured drama. To yeah. call these, we need a different term for these shows because reality shows is not. I've at been saying all that for years. What yeah. it is, I mean, reality. Because everything is all the drama is manufactured. Yeah. Every ounce mm-hmm. of it. Also, these people are horrible people. <laughs> they are. I was angry watching this show. <laughs> If you put I, nice people in, it's nothing happens. I hated everybody on the screen except for maybe the gay kid, and that was it. The gay kid was pretty great, and and even he kind of frustrated me when when the yeah. when the guy said, you know, it's like a Prince song, and he goes, I don't know who that is, and I went, <laughs> I went, okay, all right. <laughs> it's uh, you know, we all remember Puck from the first season of The Real World. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Nobody remembers anybody else from the first season of The Real World, and that guy yeah. was a piece of shit. Yeah. So that's that's why. Exactly. Blame yeah. him. But they're, they're um, all just awful people. And yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Rebecca, because I got, I got a couple more things to say, but go ahead. Oh, no, that I, that's, I was going to move on to the next thing that I was... I mean, this is, this, is how yeah. a, this is how manufactured the drama is in that show. And the reason that we're talking about it, for those who don't know, we, we are based here in Salt Lake City, except for Jay. He was. And they uh, call yeah. it Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It's not in Salt Lake City. All of these people live in Park City, Park which, is City. Like a, just... which is like a 20-minute drive outside of Salt Lake. Yeah, it's it's different. But that's, that's where the that's air is com- cleaner. 
Mm-hmm. It's also a completely fucking different world when it comes to it's socioeconomic a, stress. Totally. I mean, yes. you actually totally. you have you have a caste system in Park City because 100%. the people who work in Park City have to live in Heber or in Kimball Junction mm-hmm. because Park City is where uh, yeah, the rich the rich people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they're not even housewives because they've yeah. got housekeepers. I live I mean, near Cape Cod, Massachusetts, so yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as I'm watching this manufactured drama, there was a manufactured hike in the mountains, which was a vacant lot in it Heber was, or some exactly. shit. Exactly. It was a vacant <laughs> lot and this is how manufactured the drama is, Tony, all right? They look down and they see what appears to be a, a cougar paw print. Okay. But that must have been a fucking flying cougar because it was one lone paw print, not a trail. <laughs> And it must have swooped down and just kind of placed that paw print. And it was absolutely perfect, this paw print, okay? Now, now we've all been out in the woods. We've seen cougar paw prints. And, and th- that was like a cartoon paw print. That was like awesome. Bugs Bunny had a stamp and made the, you know. Yeah. Not only was it like in a vacant lot in Heber, but like every shot that they show of the valley, you can tell it's CGI too to get all that smog out of there. Because like <laughs> no, otherwise, right. otherwise you can't get a good photo of the Salt Lake Valley. Well, and they filmed it in the fall, so everything's brown and dead. It doesn't look yeah. as as oh, nice as it geez. can be. But anyway, all right. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. Uh, no. So the other thing that I've been like real into this week is a phasmophobia which is a video game. You play a ghost hunter and you go ghost hunting in a video game. And it's set up, it has VR capabilities. I haven't set it up with my VR yet because it's too scary. But the (laughs) game, like, I don't play video games. You guys know this. I have been addicted to playing Phasmophobia all week. So like every night my friends get home from work and I'm like, hey, we got to load up, get our ghost hunting gear. We're going ghost hunting. And we just spend the whole night Ghost hunting and getting scoured. Oh, and fun. I recommend it. Okay, that's good. Fox with that. It was uh, fun. Lee, what about you? Um, I've been uh, Star Trek, Star Wars. Oh, and I got a new game called Core Space. It's a game you can play on your own, and I'll be doing a Patreon segment on it. But oh, good. Um, nice. It's a miniature. It's a miniature game where uh, there's again, I'm I'm fascinated with this pen and paper books that have an artificial intelligence for your opponents worked into them is just breathtaking to me, but Mm -hmm. there's no better thing during the pandemic for a tabletop gamer than a tabletop game. You can play on your own because your (laughs) wife and your, your wife and your kids don't want to shake their heads and say, why do you do this? Dad? Why? (laughs) Why? Lee, have you ever thought about playing a full size game? It's always miniature. Uh (laughs) Uh, I'm ignoring you. Tony. I, you uh, are the Netflix of shitty jokes, Tony. Oh, Come on, damn. that joke was 75% good. That's right. Yeah, but I only listened to 82% of it. <laughs> <laughs> that made it very successful. All right. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, a Star Trek Discovery. Uh, I'm it's not going to so get good. into I'm saving the details for our Patreon, yeah, but it's just, it's it so good. good to be a Star Trek fan right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially with this show, with Lower Decks, and mm-hmm. the stuff that is coming our way as soon as, you know, they start making things again. Um, I accidentally found a show that I'm I'm recommending. There's only two seasons of it. It's British, so there's like eight episodes. Game Face, I think I told you about last week. Uh, Game Face about this uh, British woman who's just a train wreck. It's it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I finally sat down and caught up with Fargo uh, this season. Oh, the Chris Rock season? The Chris Rock season. And he's got some acting chops, I'll yes, say he that. Does. He's but, always had them. 
everybody in this cast is amazing. It's a great story. Now, I know it's like the fourth season or something like that, but you really don't need to have seen the other three seasons to just jump in on this one because okay. they all take place, all the seasons take place in different times and are different characters and all that. But uh, again, our, uh, our, our dear friend Timothy Oliphant is in it and he's always good, but I'm worried that he's going to be playing a marshal of some kind for the rest of his life <laughs> because he's, he's playing a marshal in this one. The difference of this marshal is he's a Mormon. They have a Mormon, Mormon in, in Fargo? He's huh. a Mormon marshal. He goes, I'm, ah, from Salt, I'm from Salt Lake City, and we had Italian fellas like you. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it's enjoyable. It's uh, I think it's got one or two more episodes left, but uh, enjoy it. We broke down and we watched that Fantasy Island movie finally last oh, night. It's kind of fun. It's, it's, it is. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's not, not great, but it's it not was great. fun. Yeah. So it's, how scary was Herbe Villachez? Like so scary. There are in jokes referencing him throughout. Uh especially oh, so, the especially the payoff at the end. So creepy midget came out and grudge fucked a kid. Were they in a Mystic Knights of the Wango Boingo video? Uh, it's, it was just it was fun seeing Michael Pena trying to do a Ricardo Montalban accent. Yeah, know? he was trying. He was trying real hard and uh it, it was just like I said. It was just it was dumb fun, uh, not for kids. But you know, I, if you got, I mean, we we're all just consuming all this stuff now because we got nothing exactly. else to do. Here's the Give thing about Bloomhouse, because Fantasy Island was a Bloomhouse movie. Yeah. Um, if ever like me and my friends were just like, let's watch a scary movie together, and we always have a hard time deciding on what to watch, Bloomhouse is kind of like the pizza of horror movies. Like, mm -hmm. it's it'll satisfy everybody. Like, it's not. A four course perfect meal, but yeah, pizza's there, pizza. Everyone yeah, there's, loves pizza. Yeah. There's no nutrition there, but it'll it'll satisfy you yeah. for the moment. And, I agree. Okay, that's you know. a, yep. All right. Well said. Well said, Rebecca. Thank so you. anyway, there's You're all a good of person. that. You're a great person, Jay. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Games, no. uh, Tony. A uh, lot oh, of great yeah. reviews for this Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man game. Oh, yes. okay. First off, I'm. Uh, this is one of the best things about it. So I'm in this black gamers group and the first shot we get from uh, Miles Morales and we we don't even we haven't even played the game yet. All we do is just see his lineup. We see his shape up on on his hair and we're like, no, his line is fire. This game is already perfect. Like they, the fact that the fact that he's hitting Brooklyn with a perfect shape up is phenomenal. Chef's kiffs. Chef's kiss. I don't. I don't even well, care. Well, and and Rebecca's thoughts on it are kitty kitty. No, my kitty thoughts cat. on my thoughts on it are if anybody wants to give me a PS Five, that would be cool <laughs> because I've been trying for the last two days to get a goddamn PlayStation Five. It's rough. And it's rough out there. Yeah, it's do you, impossible. Do you have an Amazon uh, wish list? Yeah. Go ahead and create that. Maybe yeah. something will happen. You know, Christmas miracle. Who knows? Uh, Carrie, you could just miracle. get me a PS5. You don't have oh, to I'm not get you. about it. I'm putting yeah. it out there yeah. for somebody who, you know. I like that Rebecca Frost on that show. I think mm. you have to have an OnlyFans yeah. account to get a Thanks. successful Amazon list like that. I was, was going to get a PS5 for the real Rebecca Frost, but I decided to get it for my Rebecca Frost body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Can right. actually can we can we come out with our own line of body pillows like uh, yeah I call yeah. mine 
Bergamot. Come on. I did get uh, the guy who paints the Geek Show Funkos. Uh, mm-hmm. He painted he painted one of me, and it's oh, so, in my Seth Squires. Yeah, shout out to Seth Squires, Captain Marvel in her sweatpants with the pizza. There's oh. a guy that does Geek Show Funkos. Yes, his name is Seth Squires. He's in Connecticut. He's a wonderful, wonderful person. I met him while I was on the road doing this uh, tour. He did uh-huh. one of me in my original, uh, uh, incredibly vocal. I can't even say the name of my old show, but incredibly I used to have vocal his, minority. Yeah, that shit. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so he had more, he's got a new one of me that he's still working on, and I've seen like a, a couple shots of it. It's me in a Captain America uniform, mm-hmm. and it's got my my newly promoted rank on there. Oh, nice. I'm, yeah, I'm like really excited to see That's it. So cool. shout out. That's... Uh, I think his, his his handle on Twitter is Rev Hooligan. So uh, give him some love. Big shout out to Seth. He's a great Thank dude. Thank you, Seth. Uh, games, Tony. Yeah, so uh, first of all, thanks a lot, Best Buy, uh, for not sending me Miles Morales on launch day and get, getting happened? it to me a week later, apparently. Man, you sound like oh. a bitch. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just disappointed because I, I got the PlayStation 5 on launch day, and I was able to pre-order that, and now it's like, well, what am I going to play with it? Best Buy didn't mm. give me a game. Anyway, uh, womp, womp. no, you're, you're completely right. I sound oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh. That's a that's a first world problem right there, and I, right, cool. I probably right. shouldn't be complaining about that. But anyway, uh, coming out this week, uh, most of the big stuff came out last week. The uh, with the launch of the new consoles, the only thing that's kind of worth mentioning this week is going to be uh, if you live outside of the U.S., like U.K., Europe, uh, South America, Asia, your PlayStation Five launch is happening this week on the nineteenth. Um, well, maybe you... I can get one in the U.K. then. It's possible, but I doubt it. You gotta um, believe in yourself. Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition coming I'm out this it. week, and uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity for the Switch is coming out this week. Okay. And uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll on PS4 <laughs> and Xbox One. <laughs> okay. So you can roll up the world. Yep. That's it. That's it. Yep. All right okay. then. Let's uh, we'll wrap this up uh, since Mr. B is not here to say uh, a ham-related goodbye. I'll uh, I'll just steal one of the lines from him and say this: Eat more frog lady eggs. Yay! <laughs> nice. Yay. There you go. All right. <laughs>